The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome in, everyone, to the early line. Live right here on SportsGrid on a Thursday morning. I'm Kevin Walsh, joined by Donnie right side with a lot to break down. But first, DRS, how you feeling? Feeling good today. Thursday, NFL back in our lives and also the start of a very long football streak. Thanks to Maction coming into our lives pretty soon as well. Let's get after it tomorrow, as we know, the World Series. Yep, let's go. Red October. Let's do this. No doubt about it. We begin in the NBA with our 7-7 seven and seven top headlines. The Los Angeles Lakers go to Denver without Russell. Well, Russ was there, but he did not play. They still had a lot of the same issues as they failed to put up 100 points in this game and lose 110-99, to putting the Lakers now at 0-4 to open this season. Yeah, I guess the best part of the Lakers games now are actually just going to be the press conferences after just to see what LeBron James has to say, Anthony Davis has to say, what the head coach is going to make up about Russell Westbrook. Until Russ is removed from this team, how can it move forward? Because there's a lot of issues with the Lakers outside of Russ, like you can't shoot the basketball, and that's pretty important in the NBA. The Lakers, 8 for 30 from 3, 27%. The shooting continues to be abysmal. LeBron with a big turnover game, turning the basketball over eight times. On the other side of the floor, Nikola Jokic, his usual dominant self, 31 points, 13 rebounds, 9 assists, and a game-best plus 28 Jokic obviously off back-to-back MVPs, looking for more team success this season. A little 3-2 and two start for their first five games. We also saw Bucks nets It's in the past, Ben, when these teams meet, stop everything that you're doing, and you're going to be set up for a phenomenal basketball game. And for a while, this was a great, great game. And then Giannis turned it on, hit another gear, finished with 43-14-5, and and powered Milwaukee 110-99. Same scoreline, actually, past the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, it looks like you're getting uh, output from Kevin Durant, 33 points. You did get it from Kyrie Irving at 27. It's kind of interesting. 0 for 7 from three-point range, but still finished with 27 points overall. It just shows you star power wins in the NBA. So wait a minute, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Well, the ultimate star seems to be Giannis, where nobody can stop him, even if, Kevin, you have the best defensive stopper, supposedly, in the NBA on your team like the Nets do. 
Yeah, a lot of questions right now around Ben Simmons finishes game with four points and four fouls. He's going to continue to be a conversation for this group as they start their early season struggles with a one and three record. We will expand on that. We also saw the Portland Trailblazers lose their first game of the season to the Miami Heat, 119 to 98. The bigger story, an early exit for Damian Lillard. Certainly something we'll keep our eye on. With also this being Thursday, of course, that means we have Thursday night football and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with a critical home game against the Baltimore Ravens initially opening up as a slight dog are now transitioning to a slight favorite probably in part due to some of the injury reports Julio Jones could be back Mark Andrews the star Ravens tight end could be out yeah that's going to be a big one here to watch because if you're looking at a way to attack the Tampa Bay defense Kevin it's through the air a lot of players banged up in that secondary and that's not exactly what the Tampa Bay excuse me what the Baltimore Ravens do on offense more of a ground and pound take it where you get it in the air and most of that comes through their tight end if he's banged up damaged goods or doesn't play tonight that's really going to hurt the Baltimore Ravens the total for this game sitting at 45 and of half, 45 and a half of course we'll be breaking it down here on our show today. The radio audience is live on a Thursday morning. It's the early line on Sirius XM channel 159. We saw a trade in the NFL yesterday. The Philadelphia Eagles, the only unbeaten team right now in the league, add to the defensive line, sending out a fourth-round pick to bring Robert Quinn of the Chicago Bears to the city of brotherly love. You can never have enough good players. If you're looking to make a Super Bowl run, win your division, win the NFC, these are the type of moves that you make. You don't give up a lot in draft compensation. You get a solid veteran player that's probably going to reju be rejuvenated. 18 and a half sacks last year. Only one this year, but he's probably going to be playing from in front a lot, Kevin, in the fourth quarter, and you're bringing him in as a de facto closer to win football games. The Eagles right now, the second best odds to win the Super Bowl and the favorites in the NFC, a plus 200 to win the conference. We also got some quarterback news. Who's in, who's out. Dalton remains in New Orleans. And Mac Jones will start against the New York Jets on the road for the New England Patriots. Not understand the Andy Dalton move, but I do understand the Mac Jones move. You draft the guy in the first round, you owe it to him to get back out on the field. It's sort of unfair that I don't know why they rushed him back. They took a terrible loss to the Bears. But now Bill Belichick over the last three days, I'm not telling you guys anything. Yeah. Here we go. Mac Jones going to start on the road against the Jets. Although there still seems to be questions about Mac's health, will the sports books hang Mac Jones props? And do you automatically just mm. bet them to an under? Or maybe we'll get creative and it'll just read Patriots quarterbacks. And you can kind of attack things. That way. That in works. Major League Baseball, as we are waiting for the World Series, which will, of course, be getting underway tomorrow, we did get a piece of news around the New York Yankees recently eliminated that they will be bringing back Aaron Boone for next season. Yep, going to be excited when your big offseason acquisition was actually a reacquisition and bringing back Aaron Boone. And Aaron Judge goes to the left coast and plays for the San Francisco Giants. Run it back, Yanks. Run it back. It does seem like the best, canary, the best case scenario for the Yankees is that they just have the exact same team manager and general manager, which is a pretty interesting set of circumstances. We go to the top games in the NBA last night. Next. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Everything is changing so fast. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load. But now with the Xfinity 10G network, you can power a house full of devices at once with ultra-low lag. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Last night, the NBA offered up a number of games you could sink your teeth into, but the two primetime game featured primetime players. I think it lends itself to some big takeaways, even if we are early into this season. The Los Angeles Lakers with LeBron James in year 20 are 0-4. The thing is, we're not going to come on here and say, hey, look, LeBron is washed. The story of this is bigger because LeBron's on the team, but it's almost even bigger because you can tell LeBron still has juice. He was not great in this game. 19 points and eight turnovers is not enough to get the job done. But in the grand scheme of things, still comfortably a top 10 player in the NBA. And as the Lakers have their early season struggles, it's very easy to point the finger to one man, and that one man is Russell Westbrook. Tanking this basketball team, spoiling some of the early beginnings of LeBron. Anthony Davis at least available to open up this season. We'll see how long that actively lasts. But it's hard not to look at Russ as the big problem. But this Lakers loss to the Denver Nuggets on the road, 110-99, to reminded that the Russell Westbrook trade does more than just remove him from the situation, which is important. Again, Russ needs to go. That 29 field goal percentage and an 8% shooting from the three-point line all need to be removed, but they also need to add pieces. And whether that's bringing in Buddy Heald with an Indiana Pacers trade or Terry Rozier with a Charlotte Hornets trade or getting the Utah Jazz out of their own way, who were supposed to be tanking, but now sit at a ridiculous 4-1, and one, the Lakers, whenever they send out Russ, will make their roster better. And it is becoming abundantly clear that that needs to happen sooner than later. Because by the time the Lakers are ready to actively make a move for Russell Westbrook, they might look up and be sitting there with a 2-10 and 10 record. And at that point, what's the point? I don't understand what's going on with the Lakers. And I preface this by saying, how do you have a basketball team, Kevin, that has LeBron James and Anthony Davis as a GM? And you say to yourself, 
I can't surround them with any players whatsoever. The Lakers are 0-4. I don't know, like 10 years ago. Let's just forget about any. You have two bona fide superstars in the NBA, and your fan base tells you before the season, you stink. How is that even possible? Even though LeBron James went from Cleveland to Miami, and they basically said, we're going to gut the entire franchise. We have just enough money for Bosh, Wade, and LeBron James. Now, I get it. They were in their prime at that time. But you know what the rest of our budget is for the other nine players? Like $25,000 apiece for the rest of the year. NBA championships. NBA championship runs here. How can you have a Lakers team that's maxed out, and you have AD and LeBron, and everybody else stinks. Therefore, your team stinks. It's supposed to be, Kevin. I have AD and LeBron. It doesn't matter who's even around me. We're just going to roll the basketball out there and win 60 to 70% of our basketball games. And, oh, yeah, if some of the young up-and-comers off our bench start to play well, watch out. We might be able to win a championship. But that's not even being talked about. Before the season even started, every talking head was saying, this Lakers team stinks. And I scratched my head and go, I don't even understand, Kevin, how it's possible. The Lakers, in the beginning of the LeBron AD tenure, were fantastic. Now, it was helped that Anthony Davis was consistently around the team, but there was a much better mix of shooting and athleticism. Then we went to last year's group, and all anyone could talk about was how old they were. And it is as if then Rob Palenka hit the offseason and said, Psh, I know the fix, all athletes, man, and we're going to be good to go. And somehow Rob Palenka said, okay, tell me guys, rank them by their vertical when they were at the NBA Combine, and that's who we'll prioritize. So you get an athlete like a Lonnie Walker. You get an athlete like a Juan Toscano Anderson, right? You continue to add a Troy Brown Jr. Guys that are good NBA players, relatively speaking, but you have too many of them. Like Lonnie Walker looks like a contributor on this basketball team, but he's one for six from three. And it's unsurprising. And he's not a selfish one for six. He's a wide open one for six. Because LeBron still drives and kicks to the right guy. AD catches it on the low block and draws enough attention to kick to the right man. But everyone that's open can't shoot the basketball. There's no balance. And it's why Notre Dame's own Matt Ryan, who, who? What, the Colts quarterback has to actually play minutes on this basketball team because he's, only, he's the only player with any bit of shooting chops on this roster. Le, like LeBron is, unironically, the best shooter on the Los Angeles Lakers. Is he supposed to stand in the corner and be a drive-and-kick option for Russell Westbrook? It, 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 I know it, it, it doesn't add up. Now, also, if you try to flip it forward here for the Lakers, when we saw the Lakers regime, you know, Kobe Bryant's final few years, I used to scratch my head and laugh at times. Like, hey, look at this. Kobe's going to re-up for two years at like a max contract, make more than anybody in the NBA, and they flat out stunk. Business decision. The fans loved Kobe Bryant. They're going to sell out Staples because Kobe Bryant is there, even if they only win 35 games or 30 games that season. Now, we look at this team. LeBron James is big box office, but can you sell the Lakers fans that same thing? 
We're going to stink, but at least LeBron James is here on the court. And also, Kevin, from a LeBron James perspective, he doesn't want this, right? He's not saying, so I'm just hanging around here in L.A. I like L.A. I don't want to leave here. Because if this means that the Lakers aren't going to the playoffs this year, what's the point of LeBron James still playing for the Lakers? Does he force his way out? Do him and Jeannie Buss get together? Hey, let's make this happen. You can get draft picks back for me. I can be sent on my way. I can win another championship. It's a win-win at this point. But does LeBron just ride it out with the Lakers and say, eh, it's the bet I made here, even if I don't make the playoffs the next two years? So, and it's it's a valid question, but the answer has to be definitively no based on what we have seen of LeBron in his career. Now, I do not think LeBron hits the eject button and gets out of Los Angeles. I think he clearly wants to be there. But what we've seen from LeBron James' teams is they approach the deadline. He goes, this is not working. You know this is not working. Let's make sweeping changes to the roster and they do and then eventually in the postseason maybe they've worked maybe they've not the difference in this scenario because the, I understand your your points kind of on the comparison points of those Kobe Bryant teams no slander intended Kobe at that point was on the back end of his career that was no longer a top 10 player in the NBA that Lakers team being some young guys and, hey, come out and watch Kobe Bryant was acceptable based on what Kobe Bryant still had to offer. Again, Donnie, do you find anybody that actually evaluates LeBron outside of the top 10 players in the league with, with actual, like, being honest and not trying to poke fun or stir me up? No, right? We know he's still one of the yeah. 10 best players. But the problem is when it is so abundantly clear what the problem is, when it is so also abundantly clear that you have a fix in-house, which is trading Russell Westbrook plus picks, how long can you wait? And I'll add this as well. You are not in a scenario where the Hornets, the Pacers, the Jazz, if there's a Spurs trade out there, you are not in a spot where those teams are going to call you back and say, easy now, we're five in, what if we have a good season? They don't want good seasons. They want Victor Webinyama. When was the last time you out there, the audience, heard this much conversation about a number one draft pick this far out? Long time. Maybe Zion, but this is even more so. Because there was people debating the Zions and the RJs and things like that. The tank for Victor Webinyama is real. It's why Adam Silver's talking about relegation. The Lakers just need to pick up the phone. A lot more to get to on the NBA side. Quick break. We're right back on SportsGrid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling.
Everything is changing so fast. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load. But now with the Xfinity 10G network, you can power a house full of devices at once with ultra-low lag. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Back at it, hour number one here of the early line, Thursday edition. Keep it rolling here with the NBA, and why not, Kevin? Start this segment out, right? Talk about the 76ers. Woo, man, looking good on the season all the way through, right in line with the Phillies and the Eagles. Not so fast. 119-109 loss to the Toronto Raptors yesterday on the road. Why is that important? The Sixers have now started this NBA season at a 1-4 and four in a game that had Joel Embiid score 31. Tyrese Maxey dropped 31. A double-digit loss. I can't wrap my head around what's going on with the Philadelphia 76ers, but a 1-5 start through five games, I didn't see this coming. It is, it's very interesting, right? And I'm not trying to say that the Lakers don't deserve a lot of slander or the Nets who we're going to get to in just a moment, right? But doesn't it – the Sixers are off to just as tr- troubling of a start. But we don't have the same panic, I feel like, around this team. I guess because we know at its core there's still a lot of good on this roster. There's still reason to believe that this team will figure it out. But boy, has that not been the case early season. And boy, have they lost in a number of ways. They give up 126 to Boston. That's concerning. Where's the defense? They lose a 90 to 88 grinder to Milwaukee. Uh, come on, we got to be able to pull these out at home. Then they give up 114 to San Antonio. Wait, you lose a sleepy one. And then you lose a road game to Toronto, your first road game in 119. They've basically covered their bases now. Every kind of loss you could look for here is what this group has offered up. And what's a bit difficult with this game is, as you mentioned, hold on, I got 31 for Embiid, 31 for Maxi, efficient James Harden. Is it really fair that I sit here and go, this is all your fault, Tobias Harris, and you're one for five evening with three points? I don't really think so. I think in, in large part, it's giving up 119 to the Toronto Raptors. Now, look. Toronto at home, I'm not saying they're a pushover. This was a short two-point line. But the Sixers were supposed to be a team that had a chance for a top-five offense and a top-five defense. Defensively right now is where I feel like a lot of the focus for this basketball team needs to be. They'll figure it out on offense. There's too much talent on that side of the court. Defensively is where they're leaving the most still to be uh, offered up. Yeah, spotlight's really going to be on Doc at this point now and how longer, how much longer he's going to be the head coach of the Philadelphia 76ers. You saw last year what was the major issue that most of us Sixers fans had, and even if you're watching throughout the NBA or even betting on the Sixers. Doc, what's up with your rotations, man? Makes no sense. You build a lead, you put your guys on the bench, you lose the lead, rinse and repeat. Why don't you spread these guys out and try to hold a lead or extend a lead at some point? 
Case in point yesterday, you lose the game by double digits. Guys that were getting major minutes off the bench last year, Matisse Thibel, Shake Milton, Furkan Korkmaz, coach's decision did not play last night. So obviously we're back to the questions of Doc doesn't know how to handle a roster in the NBA. Doc has lost his fastball. And sooner or later, the players don't go when you're high-priced. P.J. Tucker makes a lot of money. Tobias Harris, Joel Embiid, Maxie's an emerging star. James Harden makes a ton of money. They're not going anywhere. You know who's going somewhere? The head coach in Doc Rivers. So it's Doc Watch here in Philadelphia at this point. Now, also, you ask a question, when do the Sixers panic? Are they going to blow the team up? As I just said, Kevin, I, there's no, nothing to blow up here for the Sixers. Can you move on right. from Tobias Harris? I mean, maybe so, but the answer's got to be Doc, right? That's the change that's going to be made. I th I think you're right. Moving on from Tobias Harris is also interesting because what are you going to get back? Is there a team out there that sees Tobias Harris as the answer to their problems and then sends you back key contributor? But here's the thing. If that's out there, I would take it, by the way. Tobias Harris is a redundant player on this basketball team. Joel Embiid, obviously. Harden, obviously. And now Maxi obviously, should be getting more shots than Tobias Harris. Tobias is not an elite passer or an elite defender. So again, his skill set is a bit redundant. I also think that Doc is an in-season fire candidate. I don't necessarily, if this continues, I mean, Donnie, maybe just, it's the, is that the new Philly special? This, the Philly, the Philly saved their season firing a Joe Girardi, right? They did. They won, a, oh, they, they won a 98 game win pace after they fired Girardi. Could the Sixers make that type of move? Probably so. No, and it's the move that probably has to be made because, again, the players making the money aren't more likely to go. It's the head coach here. Let's talk about the rookie of the year market here as it heats up before the season. A lot of moves, even a lot of moves on draft night of who was going to be the number one overall pick. Take a look at this. We started equated to the NFL, right? Hey, Zach Wilson, number two overall pick. Jets are winning games, but maybe we'd like to see a little bit more out of Zach Wilson, even if the Jets weren't winning so many football games. But I guess you have a perfect storm down in Orlando. You have Paulo Boncaro playing very good basketball, and yet still the Orlando Magic continue to lose. Odds market at the FanDuel Sportsbook for Rookie of the Year odds. Paulo Boncaro, minus 135. Next closest competitor, Benedict Matherin, a plus 480. Talk to me about some Paulo Boncaro here, Kev. Yeah, so uh, for me, preseason, Paolo was the favorite. I always thought he should be the favorite, but I thought you could find some value down the board by chance. What if the Magic are really bad and that bangs up Paolo Bancaro? They're 0 and 5, and he's a minus 135 favorite, and it's understandable. 20 plus points in every single game, averaging 24 points to open up his career. He is clearly the best rookie in this class early season and maybe just overall. It's hard to ignore the gap in readiness that you're seeing from a Bancaro to the rest of this group. And I'm the Magic might go 0-82, but doesn't matter if he's going to be able to average 25 points per game because the— Jaden Ivey comes into Detroit, and I think he can be a contributor, but Cade Cunningham's still going to lead the show there, right? A Sadiq Bey is still going to put up more shot attempts. Paolo Bencaro looks like he's the best player on the Orlando Magic, which gives him so many looks here early season. 
There you go. Keep on moving down the odds board here and take a look at some of these seasonal awards in the NBA. It's early, but it seems like, Kevin, this is where you get the market fluctuation. We're going to talk about Anthony Edwards and Keldon Johnson in a head-to-head matchup. And also, which player is the odds-on champion for you to take down most improved? I think this, to me, I wanted to hit this because they went head-to-head last night, and they both had big games. This Minnesota wins the game 134-122. to 122. Anthony Edwards with a bigger performance, 34 points and 9 assists. But Keldon Johnson, very good in his own right, chipping in 24 for San Antonio. The reason I wanted to bring this up is because Keldon Johnson was someone that we were doing summer BATRs. Me and JY were telling people, hey, he could surprise here a little bit. The workload should be pretty big in San Antonio. And I feel like Keldon Johnson represents what this award was always kind of for, right? The most improved player in the NBA, making that next leap. But I feel as if perhaps John Morant's winning of this award last year changed things a bit, right? Jaws leap from all-star to all-NBA player. I mean, and again, it was met with like slander in a bit of an interesting way where people were like, hold on a minute now, why... Are we giving this award to John Morant? But they did. And the preseason favorite for this award was Anthony Edwards. And because of that, I have no bets in this market, and I've largely ignored this because it doesn't matter if Tyrese Halliburton or Tyrese Maxey or your Larry Mark, it doesn't matter what kind of leaps they make. If Anthony Edwards is going to average 26, 27 a night, as the Timberwolves are a top five seed and Anthony Edwards makes an all-star game, those other guys can't say we're better than Anthony Edwards. And if it starts to be about who's the better basketball player, then Anthony Edwards is going to win this in a runaway. I'll tell you one guy that's not going to win this award, Ben Simmons. And I want to bring this up because I want to put it back to you. Because you watched, obviously, Ben Simmons for a long, long time in Philadelphia. And Mm -hmm. Ben is interesting. Even when he was at his best, he was a bit of a headache for the fan base. We know that to be true because people wanted Ben Simmons to shoot the basketball. And we now have this moment where Kyrie is, you know, and by the way, it's a normal in the heat of battle shoot Ben, right? Because Ben is underneath the basket at six foot 10 and won't shoot the basketball. My question to you is, do you think that Ben, you for a long time questioned his work ethic and I kind of understood it. Do you think that Ben is not working? Do you think that Ben does not care? Or do you think that there is a legitimate mental block right now with Ben Simmons that has him fouling at a higher rate than scoring? Yeah, because he's at an all-time low right now. When you at least took a look at his Sixers years, he was routinely, Kevin, 12, 14, 16, 18, close to 20 points in some games where the things and the jokes that would fly in Philadelphia are, oh, man, the guy refuses to take like a 17-foot or beyond jump shot. But he was getting to the rack, getting fouled. Even though he wasn't a great foul shooter, was still willing and able to go to the line. And it just seems like that one play in the playoffs against the Atlanta Hawks was the most damaging of his career where he passed up an easy dunk over Trey Young to pass it to a rookie who then only made one free throw and the Sixers end up losing. Their whole season was gone, apparently, because of one play. If you watch Ben Simmons now, it's not so much that he's not active or not being aggressive. It's just that there's no want to here. Like, you're a basketball player. You're built into your M.O. where as soon as you get the ball in the NBA, I want to score. I want to shoot. Coach is going to have to take me out because I'm shooting too much at this point. He's the complete Mm -hmm. opposite which to the detriment of a basketball team, you have to have all five parts working as one. And if he's not willing to shoot, that hurts the other four players on the court. Here's 
honestly what I think the Brooklyn Nets need to do. After they play the Dallas Mavericks tonight, they have two home games against the Indiana Pacers, maybe the worst defense in the NBA. Dead serious. Bench Durant, bench Kyrie, send Ben out there by himself and tell him his job is to get 30, win or lose, and see if that fixes the mental block. We go to the NFL next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter. Or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduce speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Back with you here on SportsGrid, and we had a trade in the NFL yesterday for the Philadelphia Eagles. They bring in Robert Quinn, who just a couple of seasons ago was flirting with 20 sacks in the regular season. They traded out a fourth-round pick to get Quinn out of Chicago, the Super Bowl second favorite, making some moves to try and bolster the roster. Donnie, what was your reaction? Good move. Good move here. You can't add enough good football players. And if we're taking a look in, you know, I think we have the same thought process on draft picks. All right. If you're the Eagles and you're a very good team, you can take the big swings because you have a couple first round picks and make those moves. Or you can say, you know what? The market hasn't settled in yet, but I do see a need right now to get a good football player for basically for free on salary and give up a fourth round pick. Now, if you're a really good football team, that fourth round pick is not coming early in the fourth round. It's coming late. So, in effect, Robert Quinn comes to the Philadelphia Eagles, who fills a need at a position where he doesn't have to play the entire game. You can use him just on third downs. He had 18 and a half sacks last year. So, the pedigree is there, even though he's getting older, where he can still help out your football team. So what was better for the Philadelphia Eagles? A fourth-round pick that will be a backup special teams player that you'll probably cut in two years or say, you know what? Good football team. Seize the moment. Get a good football player. Don't give up a lot. Win-win for both sides, but even a bigger win for the Philadelphia Eagles because you add good football players to a talented football team, it usually works out. For the Eagles, at the minimum, I think it's a very good sign 
that they and of course kind of right they're unbeaten but it shows they believe in this football team I was watching when I was watching Chiefs uh, Niners they were talking a little bit about the Christian McCaffrey trade and there was an aspect of it that is probably not accounted for by the people that despise this move for the Niners they talked about how the guys in the locker room felt about the move because if you're a San Francisco 49er and in comes Christian McCaffrey, aside from maybe Jeff Wilson, and not that Jeff said anything, but you can kind of understand, right? That's exciting. We just got better. They believe in us. Good luck stomping it. This is great news, right? You saw, you, we, they talked about how happy a Kittle was and how happy a Kyle Shanahan was and what that does for the environment. And for the Philadelphia Eagles to be able to say, that's what they, they believe in us. We're better. Welcome in, Rob. Like, let's get after it, right? And when Robert Quinn gets that first sack, th there's going to be excitement. There is something to the idea of just making a move to confirm to your roster, we believe in you. We think you can win a Super Bowl this year. And that's what the Philadelphia Eagles have done here. I will add this. Roquan Smith happened to be doing a press conference when this trade was being announced and started to cry a little bit. Obviously, you know, player relationships are, we, we're not aware of them. And as tempting as it is to make Kendall Graveman comparisons and start to make a bit of a joke of it all, it is probably tough to digest for the Chicago Bears off of a huge win on Monday Night Football, moving you to three and four, to then start to see guys sold off. I'm not, again, I know nobody believes in the Chicago Bears, but Donnie, purely from the state of the NFC and the record, the Bears have reason to believe they could surprise people. They do, and surprising depend on, you know, what surprise would be. Make a run to the playoffs, make a run close to the playoffs, don't be embarrassing down the stretch with Eberflus as your coach. But you're right about this. When you hear the GM come out and say, like, hey, you know, it's a move we had to make. We feel it makes us better in the future. I preface this by saying again, you just had that big win, as you said, over the New England Patriots. You have a young quarterback, a new head coach. What's more important? picking up a couple wins down the stretch, keeping the team together, because Quinn's a good football player overall, or getting the equivalent of a fifth-round draft pick, which I'll say again, you'll probably end up cutting in a year and a half. That's the part that doesn't make sense to me, because if you hear out there, like, let's just say, hey, we couldn't pass this up. The Eagles picked up the phone and said, we were trying to get as many pass rushers as we can. Nobody's answering. Thank you, Bears, for answering. It's Howie Roseman. I'll give you a second-round draft pick for Robert Quinn. Then you look at the Bears and say, man, that makes sense here. Hey, you guys are telling me we need more weapons on offense. We just got a second rounder here that I love in the future that we can pair with our young quarterback. Are you telling that franchise and the fan base, hey, guys, listen to us here. We just got rid of a football player that helped our team in the past, and we got an equivalent of a fifth rounder for the guy. That's the part I don't understand. I understand stacking draft picks, and it makes some sense. But also, it's not a one-in-five football team here. You just had that big win. How do you keep the momentum going? trade away a good football player doesn't make sense it's it's kind it's Baltimore Orioles-esque for me and the Trey Mancini deal right where it's like I know we're probably not gonna but is this necessary and obviously you know we, the Orioles were never able to get kind of where they were hoping to go uh despite how special of a year that was we had some quarterback confirmations here Mac Jones is going to start against the New England Patriots or for the New England Patriots against the New York Jets is a two and a half point line in favor of New England 
Total's very low, 40 and a half. I have to admit I'm a bit surprised by this. And maybe that's a bad job out of me. It's like, ah, they're starting a guy they drafted in the first round last year and went to the playoffs with. But I don't know if Mac's healthy. I think the way they handled the Mac Jones thing on Monday Night Football was pretty embarrassing for Mac Jones, and I'm not sure that was a mistake. And I thought Bailey Zappi has actually been good for this football team in the limited action he's received. I thought it was a bit easy to just, we're going to stick with Bailey Zappi and we're going to let Mac get healthier. We're going to stick with Bailey Zappi and no further questions. I'm a bit surprised that Mac Jones is getting the ball here against the Jets. Yeah, I'm not. I, this is the way it should have turned out for Mac Jones. I mean, the guy was your rookie last year, drafted in round one. He was your starting quarterback. He went down to injury. You figure you would bring him back. Now, also, there's two caveats to this because Zappi was playing well, which would lead you to believe Hey, Mac, we got to cover now. We think we're going to make a run to the playoffs. You're still going to be our guy behind closed doors. Get healthy. I know you say you're healthy right now. Let's give you an extra two weeks here. If Zappi plays well, fantastic. We'll win a few more games. But you're going to come back and be the starting quarterback. And as long as you come back and play well, you're always going to be the starting quarterback. The way they handled the situation left so many things up for grabs. And for two young quarterbacks to really damage their psyche by looking over their shoulder, not understanding what is going on with the franchise, that hurt. So at least it looks like Bill Belichick is going to right the ship and say, okay, the starter coming into the season was Mac Jones. My starter right now is going to be Mac Jones. And maybe they were let off the hook a little bit by Zappi actually not coming in and continuing to pound on the Bears and throw a few more touchdown passes in the second half, which they did nothing with. So maybe a blessing in disguise where Belichick was so wrong that he actually lucked out that Zappi didn't have a good second half. But also, if we're taking a look at the line markets here at the FanDuel Sportsbook, line was one and a half. Now it looks like Mac Jones a starter up to two and a half. So apparently betters alike and books are figuring that Mac Jones is the right move here. Which before the season is like, of course, after what we've seen, I'm not sure. If Bailey Zappi, let's just say wins the game. I'm not, oh, they mm-hmm. score third. And I don't just Bailey Zappi wins the game. Is he starting here against the Jets? I believe so, yes. Because I'm not preface it by saying Zappi's playing so well, Mac Jones is healthy, we're not going back to you. I'm just prefacing it by saying the original timetable and how bad this ankle injury looked. Even if Mac Jones was ready to go this week, take one more week. Let's make sure you're ready to go. That's the way I would have played it out. But also held the public opinion up and said, hey, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Mac Jones is healthy. He's going to be our starting quarterback. But they didn't do that at all. They left all these question marks mm-hmm. up in the air in New England. It's their own fault for this. It really is. But here's the, the one thing for me. Uh, you, you, said, you said Mac was going to play. You, you were bang on. You cannot convince me that Mac is going to 100% play all four quarters. Yeah, what they did to Mac Jones on Monday Night Football was outrageous. But look, we're going to get a report. You 12 o'clock Sunday, noon. Hey, by the way, the Patriots are good. I've told Bailey Zappi, stay ready. They've told Bailey Zappi, stay ready. Because you can't tell me that they benched Mac because of health. When Mac is now playing again and is practicing 90% with the start. Like, it it was not a health thing. So, Mac Jones now enters with what I believe to be maybe the most interesting player props in the history of football. That's an exaggeration, I know. But still, Mm. I want to see what they do. They just might not post... 
Mac Jones numbers. How could you be certain he finishes this football game? And, and let's be truthful about this as well. He's not on the injury report this week, which leads us to believe he's 100% healthy. But if there is some story swirling out there that Zappi could see time because they're not sure if his ankle can hold up over four quarters, and that's why the two quarterbacks are playing, this would be one of the most unbelievable stories you will ever hear. Be like, what is actually going on in New England? This doesn't make sense. If your quarterback isn't you know, healthy enough to make it through a four-quarter game because his ankle might give way, what are we actually doing here? And that's the point I'm talking about where you get a high ankle sprain like he had, which is the equivalent, Kevin, to breaking your leg. That's how serious high ankle sprains are. You would normally say, take more time than you need to make sure you're healthy because I actually have a kid on the bench who's doing well or winning football games and staying competitive. Different story if Mac Jones is like, hey, man, we didn't score in three straight weeks. I got to force my way out onto the field just to give ourselves a fighting chance here for the rest of the season. That was never the case. But you're right. If I see second quarter, fourth drive, Zappy coming in, and the announcers go, yeah, we talked to Bill Belichick, couldn't say it before the game, but this was planned? Oh, man, get your popcorn ready. Hey, look, if you think that's confusing, come on down, New Orleans Saints. I've never seen anything like this. Hey, listen, we know it was supposed to be Jameis, but we've got to ride the hot hand. Dalton, they keep losing with Andy Dalton. And I know people are going to say he threw four touchdowns last week. No, he actually threw six because he threw back-to-back pick sixes and tanked the game before we hit the half and played garbage time the entire way of the second half year. How is Andy Dalton holding on to this job over a healthy Jameis Winston? I don't know. Dennis Allen goes, hey, by the way, back at Jameis, not ready. Yeah, right. No, no, he's healthy. We're going with Dalton. Now, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Let's stop this press conference right now. What did you just say right there? Because yeah. we always talk about the evolution of a franchise. And we talked about it so many times, like Denver, now out in Seattle. Like, the chances of a quarterback being your future, right or wrong. Andy Dalton is not the future of the New Orleans Saints. And we're not coming on here on this show and saying that Jameis Winston either is the superstar quarterback of your future. But my goodness, if your quarterback is healthy in Jameis Winston, he's still relatively young in his career. And if things work out and that offense moves, he just might be your quarterback of the future. It's not Andy Dalton. And you're right. Andy Dalton is, what are you going to do? Jameis is ready to go. Andy Dalton's 4-0. 12 touchdowns, no interceptions. I can't go back to Jameis Winston just yet. And yes, Winston is healthy right now. I don't know what is going on down there, but I told you before the season, hey, look, there's not really a regime change down there. These are Sean Payton's guys. What was Sean Payton doing with these guys? Hey, guys, stay out of the way. This is my team here. When you have your team, you do what you want, and you're seeing them do what they want now. Mm. Disaster now. I don't know what New Orleans is doing. I really don't. I can't even back them up anymore. No, let me go the other way. they, They might still be getting word on what to do from Sean Payton. They've never liked Jameis. They've never – Drew Brees got injured. Jameis is like, Psh, the reason I'm here. And they're like, yeah, brother, hit the bricks. Taysom, let's get it, daddy. You're a quarterback. I mean, that's what we've been doing in New Orleans now. They've never liked Jameis Winston in New Orleans for what – and I know, again, you could be like, ah, he keeps turning it over. Dalton threw two pick sixes last week and is holding on to his job. Impressive stuff. We sneak in some World Series next. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter. Or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduced speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus is central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. World Series starts tomorrow. Astros-Phillies game number one should be a good one. We've got some series-long props, though, that are right up your alley, and we wanted to hit them pretty quickly here. Again, tomorrow we'll be able to expand, certainly give you your game one breakdown. Over-under home runs hit, and the World Series checks in at 12.5. What I love about this is not only needing to cap, of course, the matchups, the hitters, the pitchers, but the number of games you anticipate a series going, you see 12 and a half for an over under on homers. And what do you think? I'm, I'm telling you, it's, it's very hard because both of these teams have legitimate lineups here. Both of these ballparks are susceptible to the home run. But when you're trying to do the math out, let's just say it goes six games. You're probably going to need to have at least one of those games with three home runs and the rest averaging two at that point. And when I look at it in that microscope, I say to myself, I actually like the under. But if you're looking at the series overall, you're saying to yourself, yeah, I can see some home runs hit, but is it really going to be like two every game and one with even more than two? I'm not so sure of that now that I think about it. It's it's tough because it sounds, if you told me that on average we hit three home runs a game, that doesn't sound crazy to me. It, it doesn't. it Because we know how important, the home run is to just yeah. scoring runs in this day and age, right? Yeah. If you hit three home runs a game, you, you just need to avoid a sweep. Obviously, that's... And I don't think we're going to get a sweep anyway, right? What about... But here's the thing. I'll say this. Total runs, 41 and a half, that feels under, right? It, it, it does way, feel under. Like, yeah. 
Like, what happens if you get one of those games, though, seven to six, right? That completely knocks that out of the realm. But also, you're trying to handicap on when the series is ending. Is it going to be five games, six games, or even seven games to get the extension? It looks like it's a great market to break down. And even one, like, will a complete game be thrown in the World Series? Minus 1,600. My, have times changed here. <laughs> There's also, will there be a grand slam at a little bit better then mm. two to one electric factory when someone steps up to the dish. We'll go to hour two. It's a football. Everything's changing so fast these days, and that's a great thing. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load on our desktop computer. But now there's the Xfinity 10G network. That means the fastest Internet with faster speeds rolling out every day and Internet that can power a house full of devices at once with ultra low lag. So while one person streams a movie from their room, another can play video games in the basement while another TikToks in the kitchen. It's the next generation 10G network only from Xfinity. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.